had to actually go to the campus and do an audition. But long story short, I got rejected from the music school. Father, thank you for this day. Help us to um, do things to please you and not man. Uh, help us to have comfort in you during this podcast and not be nervous and just um, say what you've taught us uh, for your glory. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Okay, so today we've brought my sister. Uh, an unfortunate turn of events <laughs> has led us here. <laughs> Is what it is. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, she's my sister who's four years older than me. She's in college. She's going to be a junior at Baylor. Yep. That's my description of you. How would you describe yourself if you were on an elevator? You have 30 seconds to describe yourself. I mean, everything that you said, but then also just that I'm 20. I'm obviously Max's older sister. I study speech pathology at Baylor. Um, and a little biased, but best college ever. Um, and yeah, I mean, can't say enough about the school. Okay. Very nice description. I would give it a seven. <laughs> seven is good. Thanks. Seven, okay. Seven is good. So you have a, a real passion for music, I would say. You help me a lot with different music projects. I recently started seeing playing the guitar a little bit like a year ago. Oh, yeah. Um, but you've been playing the guitar for about five years. You've been playing piano for maybe 13, 14 years. Describe your music background a little bit and kind of where that led you. Yeah, so I mean, I started piano lessons at four. And that prolonged until pretty much senior year of high school. Mm -hmm. And after that, I, I mean, I always loved like playing the piano for fun. But when it came to actually like Waking up early and going to piano lessons, that was always kind of like a drag. I was just like, oh, I don't want to be taught how to play the piano. Um, but I always loved, you know, just kind of free-ranging, doing whatever. Um, and then I just kind of picked up guitar, I think I was 7th or 8th grade. And I basically learned from just like guitar tabs and YouTube. So I guess kind of self-taught. Um, and then... Through that, I was able to kind of serve um, in the worship team at church. And at first, we had a different praise leader. And so I would just be able to kind of, you know, help out just like every, I don't know, maybe month or so. And that was always super fun. But my heart wasn't always in the right reasons for it was more of just like a performing um, heart posture rather than, oh, no, this is, this is for God. This is all for the glory of God. Um, but yeah, anyway, I knew music was a huge passion of mine and it was actually something that I think carried across with a bunch of the teachers at TCS too. Um, and you mean like lots of teachers at your high school knew that you liked music? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and actually Miss Patrick at TCS, she was... Probably one of my favorite teachers. Notice I said one of them. Not the favorite because, you know, I had a lot of favorites. Um, but, yeah, she basically just recommended. She recommended um, me to go to this um, worship camp at Baylor University, which was my summer going into freshman year 
I think, or summer after freshman year. Um, and that was super fun because I got to worship with a bunch of other people who also, you know, loved God. And That's always good when you're, like, in a community like that. It really does help. Yeah. Um, and so that was, that was really great. And that's kind of when I fell in love with Baylor as a campus. Um, and that was always really cool. And so then that kind of led into a church music major. Okay, so there's this major called church music at Baylor, mm-hmm. uh, which was kind of what she was interested in, but uh, then you tried out, you tried to apply for the major, you got into Baylor, and then you tried to apply for the major, and what happened? Yeah, so the music school application was a whole, it was almost like a whole another application, um, but basically you had to just fill out all these forms, you know, basically just like full-on resume type thing. Um, And then you had to actually go to the campus and do an audition, um, like in front of judges and just like a panel of judges, and like they're just judging your singing. So pretty intense. Um, But long story short, I got rejected from the music school. Um, So that was definitely um, difficult as at the time I felt like music was the only thing I was good at. And so that definitely, you know, caused a lot of, you know, lack in, you know, my trust in God at the time. Uh, And so that was obviously, you know, kind of a dark time, honestly. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I ended up changing eventually. Yeah. Well, like, uh, what were you feeling, like, when you changed your major? Like, what was the thought process behind picking a new major and like like were you okay with that or were you still sort of like bummed out that like you didn't get the major you wanted yeah so I mean it was definitely hard as like you know I mentioned that's literally what I felt was the only thing God had you know given me talent for I guess um but I just I was able to kind of like talk with my parents about it and especially my mom she was really helpful in that in that area where she was like, well, you know, music's not the only good thing you're good at. Like, you know, you love kids and you have a heart for kids. A lot of people don't have the patience with kids. And so that was always something that I've, you know, enjoyed, you know, just hanging out with kids, you know, just watching them grow. That's always just been so cool. Um, but, yeah, I it was definitely dark, but the actual change for the major – happened literally within like maybe a day or so Mm. where it's cool with Baylor because you can just search up all the majors and it's super easy to choose. You just kind of choose one and then you email the advisor or whatever. And then they're like, okay, we'll change it on your like, you know, dashboard or whatever, like your history. And so I ended up coming across speech pathology. Well, the actual major is called communication sciences and disorders. So that's just all the language disorder fields. So that could be like, you know, people that, you know, need to see audiologists or speech pathologists or speech therapists or just any kind of behavioral therapist. And that was always, or that that was just always so, so cool. Whenever I read about it, I was like, that is that sounds like such a humbling job to like, you know, see kids, you know, that obviously need help with speaking. My mom, she kind of encouraged me because she's like, you know, you don't have to totally ditch the whole music area. You could 
implement music as almost a therapy for those kids because music is kind of like a quote-unquote language that everyone can understand. Mm -hmm. And so I was definitely humbled by that. And ever since, it's been smooth sailing. So So you said the key reason why you liked speech pathology or speech therapy besides just, I guess the science behind it is that you get to be with kids, right? And right. kind of get to help kids. Yeah. Is there a particular reason why you like helping kids or where you get patients for dealing with kids that have disabilities? I mean, we have like, you know, a lot of family friends who have, you know, who have children who have some kind of disability, but which obviously I see that they're not quote unquote normal, but for me, like, kids are kids, like, regardless of their disabilities. And so, I don't know. I just, I just love being around kids. I think also just watching them grow is almost, it's, like, so cute. It's, like, so cool because, you know, you, you know, they start off, like, maybe as a baby or they start off as a toddler and then, like, years go by and then they go to, like, middle school and high school and, like, I don't know. It's pretty cool. So you just think it's cool to watch people grow up? I do. Um, do you think it has something to do with like Imago Dei, like that everybody's made in the image of God, uh, that's a yeah. human, so you care for that? Or where do you think your understanding of everybody's values coming from? Well, obviously, you know, everybody is made in the image of God. And, you know, God, regardless of your disabilities or speech disabilities, you know, we're all equal in God's eyes. Do you want to describe freshman year and what your advice for kids that are going into freshman year? Like dealing with like, because I mean, it's freshman year, obviously it's stressful. I guess like dealing with that stress of college for the first year or yeah. that change. So for me, the transition was kind of abrupt almost in a way because I was at TCS since I was in second grade. Mm. And so that was like what? A lot of years. A lot years. of years. A lot of years. Math's not my strong suit. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. It's not mine either. Very long time. And also at the same time, I was at the same church since I was like, I don't know, four-ish also. Many years. Yeah. So also I was just, you know, in the same two environments for so long in my life. And so going to college, it was, you know, a big independent moment where I kind of had to find, you know, I guess new friends. And I was in a new school. I had to find a new church. And so, yeah, especially finding a new church was a big one because, I mean, there's so many great churches in Waco, actually. But um, I did a lot of church hopping for a while. And then... Was yeah. there not a church, like, on campus at Baylor? No. They have a lot of, like, student org things and, like, a bunch of clubs that you can be a part of. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't think... I mean, there's actually a bunch of, like, chapels, actually. Okay. But, but that's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. different. Because, like, for chapel, sometimes, you know, they'll go... Actually, I've never been to chapel in person because freshman year I was just watching it online, so... Mm. So do you have any advice for freshmen? Yeah. Um, I would say don't be afraid to say yes to things. 
I feel like I kind of had my guard up when it came to that. I was kind of just, you know, like, uh, I'm not really, you know, close with that person, so I don't really want to hang out with them for this many hours. Um, But sophomore year, I definitely committed to a lot more things, and I definitely saw the fruits in that of, you know, building closer relationships and strengthening those friendships that I thought weren't going to ever happen freshman year. And so, yeah, definitely saying yes to things. And then also, I just remember um, going into freshman year, because at least for me, for me, I didn't have any interest in anybody at TCS. And so going into freshman year of college, I was kind of, I kind of had my eyes open. I was kind of browsing and yeah, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, so I mean, yeah, I was browsing and, you know, I was kind of disappointed, not going to lie, but you know, everyone has their own, you know, opinions, but at least for me, I was a little disappointed. But so then after that, it was more of a humbling experience sophomore year because I was kind of just like, you know, it's okay, you know, if I don't find someone freshman year. So I would encourage, I guess, other incoming freshmen that, you know, if you don't find somebody freshman year, like, it's not the end of the world. You had three more years there. Yeah, you have many more years of college. And so, but yeah, also, I think it's. If you were in a relationship going into freshman year, I think that's also just more baggage in a way because you're already, you know, you know, navigating your own way through, you know, going to classes and making your own schedule, making new friends, you know, finding a new call or finding a new church and, you know, building these new friendships and relationships and then adding a whole relationship to that. I feel like that's just a lot and so I feel like God's taught me a lot through that so if someone was let, let's say Max like had a girlfriend as he was going into freshman year would you <laughs> would you recommend Max to maybe like put that on pause and just deal with freshman year on its own and then like for so, like let's say sophomore year once you have everything figured out like maybe start the relationship back up or do you think like throughout all of college maybe just focus I mean I think if you know in, at least in my opinion wait mm-hmm. at least the first semester of freshman year because okay. I feel like that's the most vulnerable you are just because like literally everything's new because mm-hmm. um, I know at least at Baylor the Baylor culture is like you know everybody's dating and everybody's usually engaged before even graduating like oh. after senior year wow. and so I mean I just know relationships and you know everything's very big at Baylor so hmm. but you know, for Max's case, I think, I mean, I would, even if he did get a girlfriend freshman year, I don't think I would be like, hey, you know, like, you got to kick her off the curb. Like, mm-hmm. no, there's there's no hope with this. Um, but I would just encourage, you know, maybe wait until next semester when you've got things a little more figured out. Okay. But, That's reasonable. Yeah. Do you have any advice for people picking their major? As somebody who's switched majors before? <laughs> um, I mean, I think a lot of, I guess, teens have, you know, almost maybe a fear of, like, actually being raw and vulnerable with your parents. I feel like that can be intimidating for a lot of teenagers. And so I think don't be afraid to, 
you know, have those deep conversations with your parents. Because if you think about it, like, your parents were teenagers at one point, too, and they've gone through a lot of things, too, so. So you're saying to pick your major, talk to your parents? No, I mean, like, talking to your parents can be a good thing. Because, like, in my case. Oh, I see. It could, like, like, help you steer towards which major might be best for you. Is that Yeah, that makes sense. I, I think that's pretty good advice. Um, yeah, I think that's true. I mean, like, the major, like, I don't know if I've said this before, but, like, I want to do film in college, and I, I didn't always want to do film in college. Like, I was talking to my dad, and he sort of brought up the idea because, you know, I've always been into movies, and now, now you know, look researching into it, into, the, like, all the majors and, you know, what different colleges offer for that, you know, it's definitely the, the way I want to go. So I absolutely agree. Like, talking to a parent is, like, does help significantly in choosing what you want to do. We've got our ginger lemon shot. It's very good. So, Max, um, obviously, you know, you were probably, I assume y'all were close before you left to college, or at least had a good relationship with each other, maybe. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, how were you affected in any way by your sister leaving for college and knowing that, like, you might not see her for a little while? All right, so as you would imagine, mm-hmm. uh, my sister's senior year, lots of people were like, hey, Max, are you going to miss your sister when she leaves? Or are you sad your sister's leaving? Or yes. what are you going to do when your sister leaves? You yes, know what my course. answer was? Uh, probably like 20 people, 50 people asked me that question. And what was your answer? Or pretend you're that person. Uh, you know, uh, your sister's leaving. Uh, how do you feel? Um, you know, I'm glad she's leaving. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Not that what was, I was expecting. That was my answer. Um, how do you feel about that? I mean, I feel like I knew about this before, but, you know, the way you, you just, you know, came across in that way, it's honestly kind of hurtful. Yeah, I'd be hurt. Yep. Yeah. My sister, if my little sister said that, I'd be hurt. So, so I would say, how was I affected that my sister left? Um, I, I guess I was just kind of like, I had no perspective in terms of... N- like, I'd never lived life where my sister wasn't there. Yeah. So maybe okay. I took things for granted. Yeah. Um, and it was just kind of like I was ready to not kind of have somebody always around bugging me. Yeah. Um, so once she left, it was like a little bit quiet. <laughs> a little bit too quiet. Yeah, because it's just you and your parents. Yeah, so it was a little bit strange. Um, and then... I guess I started to, it took me like eight months to finally admit that I kind of missed her. Eight months? <laughs> it took me a long time. That's a long time. My gosh. Time. Yeah, that's I a had while. an ego. Yeah, that that's could not a be while. Broken. Uh, I thought you were going to be like maybe like a month no, after. No, long time. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even know this. Uh, yeah. So like the first time I saw her again, I was like, hmm, cool. But then eventually I started to like kind of get sad whenever... She would yeah. come and then leave again. Yeah, eight months later. Yeah. <laughs> it, it that's, actually t- that's when you got sad. Yeah, I had, well, yeah. I guess... No, it, I, know, I know, I know. It was also it's a progression of, like, me maturing. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I think there's something different in terms of relationship. Well, your relationship with your sibling is very different from your relationship with your parents. Oh, yeah, um, sure. You can talk about different things, and I guess I started to realize those things. Um, but I started talking to my sister a lot more after she went to college, for sure, mm-hmm. talking about different things. 
Um, I don't know. We argued less after she I would left. assume. We used to yeah. argue all the time, bro. Whenever yeah, it would we'd be guess. like every day, like no day would pass by where we wouldn't argue about something like small. And, and yeah. like I was really like a hypocrite police mm-hmm. policeman. Um, you didn't like when people were hypocrites. Yeah, so you know what I do. Whenever we got in arguments, I would like pull out my phone and it'd be like in me. my pocket, <laughs> <laughs> and I turn on the voice memos and like tw- she'd say something mean to me. Yeah, and then or like something. I've, I don't know. She'd say something, and then twenty minutes later, she'd contradict that, and yeah. then pull out my phone. That seems look. That definitely seems like something you would do. That's like, <laughs> I'd scroll back and be like, "You said this," <laughs> and then I had evidence to my mom. Yeah. I have all this. You know how like whenever you get into a car accident, you like yeah. try to get them to admit that they that was their fault. Yeah. So yeah. I, you know, I had it down to a system, but the, what I realized it, it it didn't really solve anything. Mm-hmm. Um. Kind of proving her as the loser didn't make her feel good. And then it didn't, like, she wasn't, like, happy. She wasn't, like, oh, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) She's just more angry. So I would say over time I started to um, appreciate her. Uh, I would say, like, every time she's at home for too long, then we start to, like, butt heads a little bit. But whenever she goes away and then I see her again for, like, a week, I think... Those are pretty good weeks. Pretty fresh. Pretty fresh. Okay. Which I would say is the case for most relationships, right? If you see yeah. a friend every single day, you get kind of annoyed with them. Yeah. You like just... right now, I'm just, I don't want to. <laughs> we no, have I'm filmed too many podcasts <laughs> no, I'm, this I'm, week. I'm, I'm, I'm chill right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, how, let's, let's switch gears a little bit. Uh-huh. How would you describe your relationship between your younger sister versus your relationship with your older sister? Because well, it's kind of different, right? Yeah. Okay, so for both my older sisters, we... So for my oldest sister, uh, I... I mean, she went to college when I was really young, so I didn't, you know, I don't remember much time with her when I was, like, a baby or when I was, like, one or two. I mostly started getting close to her when maybe I got into middle school, right before she was going to move to California, because she's in California now, so, like, she was going to be gone, gone. Um... Uh, so then that's when we started getting close and we, we never argued or disagreed about, ever, about anything. Uh, she was really like, cause she was a lot older than me. So she was like a big, big sister to me in the sense of like, she would guide me on things to do and whatnot. Um, so there was no room for argument really. And for my other sister, Brett, the comedian in Austin, uh, her and I, we have always had like the best, like the best relationship ever. Um, we, we get along all the time. I Sometimes I go visit her in Austin and, like, spend the weekend with her. Um, you know, my relationship with her is just fun, like, constant fun. We have a blast. But uh, but my little sister is very different. Um, <laughs> you know, because I live with my little sister, right? Like, like I said, my oldest sister left when I was young. And Brett, which is the, my second oldest sister, she left when I was also young. But, you know, I was, like, I was six or seven when she left. So I didn't... St- I didn't live with them, like, my whole life, probably, or for most of my life, probably like y'all did. So my little sister, though, I have lived with her for all her life and most of my life. So that is stressful because she is, like, she's just, she's really out there. <laughs> she's just, she will tell you what's on her mind, and she she doesn't like when you tell her anything. Like, I'll try to, like, give her some social tips based on what I've seen, and she'll just shut you out and, like, just 
like roast me for like no reason. Like I'm just trying to help. Shane, you know nothing. Yeah, she'll like she'll like, she knows she knows me because I mean she's my sister, so she like goes for like my skin, dude. She like goes Ooh. she goes for it. You know, sometimes it's like I don't want it to affect me. I don't want to show that it affects me, but sometimes it's like okay. Yeah, oh, I just, see how you, it is. You just did that, okay? <laughs> and you know, I try to be the bigger man and like. Let it slide, but bigger, some, the well, bigger, the bigger brother, bigger brother, bigger sibling. But um, sometimes I will sort of retaliate, and then it it gets like a <laughs> kind of like y'all just a constant back and forth of like the stupidest thing. So you can very much see the difference between living with the sibling and just seeing, seeing the them sibling every so often. Yes, yeah. There's a there's mm, there's a massive difference. Yeah. So what was it like for you going off to college and not being with family anymore? Honestly, that first night in the dorm was, like, a pity party. Like, me and my roommate, that evening, we both, like, went, like, turned the lights off and everything super early. Mm-hmm. We, we were like, oh, good night, good night. And, like, we turned the lights off. We're both in our bed. And I just started bawling. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm just crying. And then I, I just, kind of, like, at one point, I don't know, probably like 30 minutes go by. Yeah. And then I kind of got quiet. And I could hear her, like, sniffling, like, under her blankets, too. So I was like... Oh my gosh, this is hilarious. I mean, not at the time, but like yeah. looking back on it, it's pretty funny. And so <laughs> I just remember the next morning, you know, like she went to her 8 a.m. class. I went to my 8 a.m. class. And then I was like, you know, last night, pr- like it really sucked. And then she was like, she's like, yeah, it was, I was crying. I was like, I was like, you know, playing it down almost. I was kind of like, I was like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, we both like sobbed our first our first night, and hmm. in a way, I feel like that was almost a bonding moment for me without telling her. Yeah. And, but yeah, she was definitely really close with her family too. I'm, you could see that. I'm gonna be honest. Like, I will not be sad at all when I'm in college. <laughs> I mean, I mean, cause like I like I'm a counselor, right? So I'm gone for like weeks on end, and I don't like like I think of them, but I I am enjoying myself. <laughs> Like, I am having fun because I, I like being independent, like, doing my own thing. So in college, maybe, like, after freshman year, like, a year goes by, I'll be like, dang, like, I wish I was back home. But, like, when I get there, I think I'm going to be chilling. I think it's going to be smooth Say sailing be emotionally. Crying. No, I won't. <laughs> you will be crying I know in for your a pillow. Fact, for a fact, I will. Maybe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I might mo- think about you. You can come visit Shane, me. Shane, I will move you in. Okay. And then while I'm moving you in, I'm going to sneak a little GoPro. Okay. You can <laughs> record me. I'll let it happen. No, but I think I think emotionally I'll be pretty chill, pretty smooth sailing when I first go to college. I can see that. What about you? How do you think you're gonna feel? Um, I think I'll be very good the first week, mm-hmm. and from there it's free game. Free game. You don't know what's gonna happen from there. I think as long as I'm doing, I don't know. If I have a roommate, I can't imagine me being too sad because there's always gonna be somebody around. Braxton and I might go to the same college, so it might be with Braxton. Is that the art? He wants UT to go to Arlington. U- yeah. Why does he want to go to UT Arlington? Uh, high acceptance rate. Uh, getting a scholarship isn't too hard, and it's actually a pretty good school. Huh. So, so there's no specific major that he wants to do. I have no idea. Huh. For the film, the film major there is is really interesting. So that's huh. part of the reason why I want to go there as well. How so. far is Arlington from like Austin? Uh, probably like you know. Do you know where? I don't do really know where Arlington is. Not exactly. It's in Texas. Okay, hopefully Arlington is relatively... It's close to Austin, I'll say that. Ooh. I know that. If I go to UT, then we can still film. We could still film. It could still work. Do you want to go to UT? (laughs) They offer, like, no financial aid. Like, I I, want to go to UT, too, but, like, 
They're go- they're not gonna give me anything. UTA. Man. UTA. Um, I'd rather. I'm UT Rice. Oh, s- Rice maybe is Maybe Baylor, but yeah. I'd rather. Does Baylor? I know some colleges, or at least for like high schools, for sure. Like if the older sibling goes there, the younger sibling has a higher chance of getting in. Yeah, does that apply th- for colleges as well? Yes. So, so you have you probably have a good chance of getting into Baylor. Then. I have a better chance than most. <laughs> maybe you should go there. We'll see. It's easy. Well, at least it doesn't hurt to apply. <laughs> yeah, but each apply. application takes away twenty to a hundred hours of my life. Wait, seriously? I, right. How long? How long does an application take? I think it depends on Just the school. Because at least for me, Baylor was the only school I applied to. Well, how long did oh your application gosh. take? I don't know, days? Because I didn't do it, like, consecutively. I really? Broke, I thought I it takes, it like, tons of hours. No. But then the music application, I guess, in a way, was a whole other application. So how long did the Baylor application take? Honestly, it's kind of fuzzy. But I'm pretty sure it was, like, you know, multiple days. Well, well like, three days or five days? Are we talking, like, a week? Honestly, I don't even remember. I just want to know because I still want to do stuff. Yeah, because like, I thought but college I applications I, I, would take the whole summer. Oh, no. That's what my mom said as well. Then I talked to my dad about it, and he's like, no. Like, what? If you're on it, like, if you're on it at the start, like, like right when you can apply, you can be done by, like, midsummer applying. I had no idea. It's mostly the essays. The college essays might yeah, take a while. Yeah, it's the essays that take a while. But the actual applying, that's, that's it's like applying. Did you pre-write your essays before you applied? Oh, that's smart. Mm, no. Well, that's actually, you can't because they give you the prompts oh. afterwards. Okay, so you only applied to one college. Why would you do that? <laughs> well, I mean, Baylor is the only one I really wanted to go to because I know I knew I wanted to go to a Christian school, mm. but then also Baylor, at least Baylor's at the Christian. time, Baylor is Baptist. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Huh. But then at least at the time, I wanted to do church music, and then there wasn't any other school here that did church music. Mm. But it well, ended up being a blessing anyway. I think that ended up pretty pretty good. Pretty solid, good flowing body. Kind of kind of turned it up. At yeah, the end. yeah, yeah, yeah. Second good. half, <laughs> second half skyrocketed. Well, we have a tradition of hank- shaking hands at the end of the podcast. So thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Thanks.